It is August 1st. We are ready for high school football. This has become an annual tradition here at the Fort Wright Chick-fil-A. We are talking high school football today. Beachwood and Covington Catholic. This is our first WCPO High School Insider podcast. I'm your host, Mike Dyer. I'm here with my co-host, Caleb No. Caleb, how about we start August with some high school football talk? No better uh, teams to start off with here with uh, Covcath and Beachwood. Mike Dyer asked me to come do this podcast with him just like, just like we did last year. And I'm like, we're talking chicken and football. I'll be there. <laughs> you don't have to convince me any more than that. Yes, indeed. We would like to thank Fort Wright Chick-fil-A owner-operator Brent Lynn for all this hospitality and hosting this special event here. As I mentioned, uh, this is our third year of doing these live podcasts going back to 2019. This is Chick-fil-A's fourth consecutive football season uh, supporting the WCPO High School Insider Podcast along with all of our WCPO High School football. So we really appreciate it. Thanks again to Brent and his entire family for uh, providing this uh, outlet for us. Uh, as this uh, WCPO High School Insider Podcast is presented by our local Chick-fil-A restaurants. Well, the winning play is always chicken. Download the app for easy ordering. And like I mentioned, this is the first of four special preseason High School Football Podcast here at Chick-fil-A. Tomorrow we're going to be at the Glenway Avenue location talking high school football with Oak Hills, Elder, and Western Hills High Schools. Wednesday we're going to be at the Kenwood Town Center. We're going to highlight Moeller, Sycamore, and Indian Hill. Then on Thursday, we're going to add a new location to Fairfield Chick-fil-A as we're going to talk to Woods head coach Chad Murphy and Fairfield coach Jason Krause. But uh, here, like I mentioned, annual tradition to kick off the High School Insider Podcast, Beachwood and Covcath. Pleased to be joined by Beachwood coach Noel Rash, who brought along two of his players, senior running back Mitchell Berger, along with senior offensive lineman and linebacker Austin Waddell, and also Covington Catholic coach Eddie Eviston. He brought along two of his players, senior inside linebacker and offensive tackle Aiden Jones, and senior slot receiver and strong safety Oliver Bent. So again, thank you to both programs for uh, being here, and uh, we're going to open up the conversation here uh, to both coaches. We're going to kind of start that off with uh, Coach Rash, Coach Eviston. Um, these teams play actually at Covcast September 16th. Uh, this nearby uh, series started back in 1978 where these two teams have met and uh, Beachwood won last year for the first time since 2014. And uh, I'm going to open this up to Caleb to to kind of get things going here with these coaches. All right, yeah, well, we'll start with we'll start with Beachwood here. I'll talk about a little bit about that rivalry, though. I'll tell you what, last year, the the Cubcath Beachwood game, it was my first. It was it was the first I got to experience the uh, the student sections walk up to Beachwood. Do you know anything about that? Yeah, the Braveheart March. The the Braveheart March. I, I couldn't remember the name of it. That was un. That was first of all, that was unreal. That was one of my favorite like traditions that I've seen before a high school football game. Yeah, it's it's fun for us. I'm, I'm sure Coach Rash and doesn't think so uh, so much. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been a tradition at our school for well before I got there. And uh, but uh, you know, our kids really enjoy it. And uh, you know, it's 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 a fun week. And when you get Beachwood and Cuffcat, these guys have kind of grown up together. They all know each other pretty well. The families do. So uh, I think it's a fun atmosphere. All right, I want to talk to Beachwood here for just a second. The Beachwood guys, first question I always ask before before this thing with Beachwood, we asked it to the guys last year. I'm going to ask you, how many state championships does Beachwood have? 16. Is he right or is he wrong? Austin. Yeah, that sounds right. You're not going to throw your own number in, in there? You, you, you're going with his 16? I was thinking it was 16, 17, something like that. Okay. I you were going to ask him the favorite menu item. Or does that come after? You want to do that? You want to do that too? Favorite menu item here at Chick-fil-A. 
Uh, probably the grilled chicken nuggets. The chicken nuggets? You're a chicken nuggets guy? Yeah. Uh, number one, Polynesian sauce. Cool. So, uh, Mitchell, lean into the mic when you're talking. <laughs> yeah, let's get, let's get you up there so we can hear you. You got the, the 16 was the correct answer there. Yeah, you can pull it off there and just pass it around just to each other if you want take to. Take it off the stand. Yeah, there we there go. There you go. Uh, Beachwood reigning back to back, reigning and back to back Class 2A state champions here. Uh, they just moved up to Class 2A recently and have have had no problem with that transition. Again, Beachwood, the reigning and back to back Class 2A state champs. I want to start though with the coaches here real quick. If you were the commissioner of high school football, whether it's in Kentucky or anywhere in the country, what would you do to make high school football better? This overall? is for both of you guys. This is for for either of you. Uh, is you know it's hard to speak on a national level because I don't know what's it's a state by state thing but as far as our state's concerned I, I, I think they're trying to raise participation ever since the concussion issue Corey Stringer passing with the running and 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 giving us our pads taking away our pads the goal according to Julian Tackett has been to increase player participation and when you're doing that on a statewide level you make decisions that may not help your school or this school but overall it's helping so I love what they're doing with that but the one thing that I would pro probably change I just told Eddie before we started I, this scrimmaging on August 5th we keep bumping this season up to where we're right in the middle of the heat I think we just need to push it back and go back to the way it was but it's hard when school's starting you know you got year-round school and all these different things but if if i had anything to do we wouldn't start that first scrimmage until the third week of august and then start the season in september but you know I, we're going to play in whatever ballpark and however they they however they want to set this thing up we're going to do it any any thoughts eddie at all anything yeah, I, I, I agree or? with coach rash yeah. and uh you know i think the biggest thing is you know each year it seems like we just We've just put more and more on these kids, to be quite honest with you. Um, and, you know, we just talked about the, the NIL deals that are going on at college. I mean, part of me is like, when, when's that going to reach the high school level? And, you know, these kids, I mean, it's, it's crazy to even think about. So, you know, I think it's a lot about that. I think, um, you know, we have a dead period in Kentucky. Personally, I, I, I wouldn't mind if they even extended it to a, a little bit longer. Um, they'd probably have to push our season back, um, which I think they could do. Um, but, you know, there are, you know, I guess they got to think about their other sports that are involved in the state, and everything's got to be done within a school calendar. And I know there's a lot to think about, but that's from a football standpoint, I think that would make at least the sport of football a little bit easier to manage, a little bit better for the kids overall. How does that change the dynamic as a head coach? I mean, you guys have both been at this a very long time, but I mean, you can talk about Coach Rash, uh, how early it is. I mean, what does that do for you, I guess, in terms of your calendar? Well, and I love that my players are there because you got to watch your patience level because everything's getting pushed up at you and you're trying to get the stuff installed that you need installed. So the method in which you go about how much am I going to put in today? How much are we going to put in tomorrow? And just like Coach Everson said, we're putting a lot on these players, and we got to make sure that we balance all that properly. And you're not going to get it right all the time. When you don't, you got to make sure that you go back, you meet with coaches in your team, and you and you kind of work through these processes. But it's the the, the way you go about installing um, an offense is usually the one that gets behind a little bit if you're moving stuff up and you're, you're if you're giving yourself shorter windows, that's harder to do. So you've got to really sit down and 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 work through how we're going to get stuff installed uh, with all the other things that are on our plate with special teams and all the other aspects of this thing. Eddie, how do you avoid burnout? Yeah, it's tough, you know, and and you got, especially you start, you have a lot of kids that play multiple sports, 
you know, when's their break? You know, when's their break? When's when's family time? All those things. So, um, you know, from a football standpoint, it's tough because football's such a routine. You got to get in that routine. I think if you're gonna if you're gonna be a machine, if you're gonna do what the programs do that continuously win, you got to get in that in that routine. That gets monotonous. That gets all that. So it's tough to keep them from from burning out. But um, you know, that's a great question. Remind everybody here at this uh, WCPO High School Insider Podcast is presented by our local Chick-fil-A restaurants, where the winning play is always chicken. Go for the extra point with the side of their macaroni and cheese. And again, thank you to Fort Wright Chick-fil-A for hosting this uh, first podcast of the entire high school football season. And uh, I know, Caleb, you want to talk to Beachwood a little bit more here in depth, especially these yeah. guys, Mitchell and let's, Austin. Let's go into some stuff about this season a little bit. Coach Noel, we'll talk to you first. Noel Rash, and we'll get to the players. We'll talk to you guys a little bit, too. Um, obviously, Coach, 23-game win streak for you guys. We mentioned back-to-back state championships. Uh, but one factor here is you, you lose your your, uh, your your quarterback. The uh, Two seasons ago, won Mr. Football here in Kentucky. Um, how do you go about replacing Cam Hergut? Well, that's the thing that you know every school does across the nation. You, you're going to lose talent, and when you lose talent, you got to plug back in. You got to lean on your seniors to fill in those voids and make sure that they're they're doing everything they can to make sure that we're as good as we were, if not better. Trying to keep sharpening the saw, as Stephen Covey would put it. But um, you know, every year you run into these problems. Cam was a special player, but we've got you're looking at two very special players, and we got a bunch sitting over there that are going to make that difference and. You make it up in the aggregate, so to speak, and the fact that I don't know if you replace it with one guy. You make it up with with a team attitude, and that's what we got to continue to do when we're in this. When you lose a guy like that, you mentioned the two guys sitting across from us here, Mitchell Berger and Austin Waddell. What is it about these two guys mm. that are going to help this team be as successful as it could be this season? Uh, you know, one of the, talking about Cam and then bringing it to these guys. There's this thing called competitiveness. And guys get into games, they get into practice, and they compete at a high level. They 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 just they go about their business in a way that says, "I want this thing 110 percent." And that's what those two bring. They bring a standard in that locker room that has to be set year in and year out. And you know, you're talking about the championships and all that, and it comes down to that. What uh, managing that locker room, the seniors taking over the team and getting juniors and sophomores to buy in and become and then become one unit and that's that's what these guys but they compete at a high level uh they're extremely talented but they compete at a very high level and that is the most significant aspect to them austin take me inside maybe the the coaches uh talk to the team maybe even the spring i mean coach just mentioned you know you start from scratch basically you know it's how hungry the seniors want to be how they want to lead this team Take me through that process, how it gets started maybe back in the spring and how it leads into the summer. Uh, yes, sir. So, uh, I mean, it starts off, he just tells us, you know, it's our team and we what, what we are is what we're going to make it. So we can do as much as we can, but and he can enforce it with words, but we got to, sh- like, prove it with action and lead by example and try to get the young guys on board and show them what we're all about year in, year out. How difficult is it not to look to what happened last season and start that new journey? Uh, I mean, you can say it's difficult, but we've been around in the past two years, so we saw what it's like and what it takes to get to where we want to be. So as long as we just hold the standard and keep uh, raising the standard, I think we'll be all right. Mitchell, what makes Beachwood football so special? I mean, people from the outside see the state championships, and as Caleb just alluded to, you know, 16, that number. You see 15-0 and 0 last year. I mean, 
I think people just take it for granted who follow high school football. I mean, tell us what's what's in the water there in Fort Mitchell. <laughs> the whole city of Fort Mitchell, all the community, the school, everyone just supporting us. Simple as that, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, how much pride do you take in it as a as a player, as somebody who's a student athlete who goes to the school? I know you play other sports as well, but um, what's it mean to you to to carry on that tradition each and every fall? It's good. I like to take pride in it and represent Beach football in a nice way. How special was a Friday night playing in front of the home crowd? Nothing better. Mitchell, I feel like anytime I show up to Fort Mitchell, I'm like. Mitchell Berger's doing something. Like I, I, during football season, I show up and you're scoring touchdowns. I come there in the spring and you're like hitting dingers. How do you balance all the things that you do outside of school itself? Uh, the coaches uh, like will take it easy on my body. Like I'll they'll limit like my uh, time and in, in practice and reps. Take it easy on my body. What do you? I, I, I don't. I don't know if you've made this decision yet. If you have, I apologize. Have you? Have you decided? Are you going to play? Are you going to? play football, going to play baseball in the future, or do you know yet? I'm, uh, I'm going to be a PO at uh, Eastern Kentucky. Okay. Okay, cool. So you are going to you're going to EKU. Nice. Cool, man. Yeah, congratulations Thank on you. that. Yeah, Mitchell rushed for 508 yards and 10, 10 touchdowns last year. Got 29 passes for 560 yards and seven touchdowns. And um, Coach, I mean, tell us a little bit about uh, some more of the offense. I know you guys you know, obviously have guys that go both ways, but what do you like about the offense this year? Well, we're we're bringing in a, a sophomore quarterback, so that immediately makes me go crazy because the word sophomore, <laughs> I immediately think, oh grief, I'm going to have headaches out the wazoo. But the kid's been really performing well. The seniors are surrounding him and, and obviously giving him confidence along with the staff. But I, I think we're going to, you know, obviously it's going to be a little different. Uh, we Cameron was such a great runner and thrower, and now we got a kid that's a true more of a prototypical um, pro type style quarterback where he's going to sit in the pocket. He'll run the ball and he's going to run it some, but so th- that'll manifest itself a little differently. And coach, and we'll adjust. That's what high school coaching is. You adjust every year. You got guys that can run and throw. You got guys that can just run. You got guys that are just so it, it's adjusting the offense. So we're not we're still going to see how this thing plays out. We haven't had a whole lot of time together. The baseball season this year, we've had a lot of summer interruptions now that we, today we started camp, which is our two-a-day practices, and we're really going to know by the end of this week, uh, and hopefully hopefully we'll know a lot by the end of this week about how we're going to go about uh, attacking this year offensively. Well, you mentioned that scrimmage, August. I mean, you got Campbell County this uh, this Friday, and I, guess, and I guess Cooper next week. What do you, as a coach, want to get out of those scrimmages, especially that, especially this first one? Because I mean, you're probably you guys still learning the system and things like that. I, yeah. I would assume in, in some ways. For us, and it hits back on the last question that Eddie and I are blessed with, and with NIL and these other things coming at us, we're blessed with two schools that are extremely similar and very close together. Uh, that overlap in, in in their districting, but the point is, is that we have communities that live and die by what we do, and you got to love that. And they and our kids feel that, and they play hard for that. So that's one of the things, right there, is what I want in the scrimmage. I want them to learn how to play their butts off for each other. Don't there's a lot of other motivations. Just play hard for each other. You can you can you know you can be angry with me all you want. Just play hard for each other. But make mistakes 100 miles an hour. And then let's be willing to correct those things in a positive way. Let's get it fixed, whatever we see on tape, and let's get, keep going downhill. So come together, come together, 
and make mistakes 100 miles an hour. That's the two things I want to see in a scrimmage. What do you do to prepare for a season, Coach? Personally? Just personally. You've been at this so many years. 16th year, 180 wins, not that anybody's counting. But I'm, I'm just take me inside what, what uh, how Coach Rash gets ready Mike for Mike Dyer is always counting. Okay. I think the thing that started helping me was I was getting – I'm a little intense uh, at times. So I started golfing a little bit in the offseason. And when you're getting your hind end handed to you on the golf, you start to realize, okay, uh, relaxing, trying to relax. That's the number one thing, trying to find a way to get away from it for a little bit. Just like from this morning's practice to getting here – I, my phone went off probably 15, 20 times. And you got to answer people. And everybody's wants, everybody that's trying to get a hold of you, is, it's, it, 99% of it's for good reason. But you just need to be able to shut down for a little bit and get away from it. And, I, I you know, each year you try to get a little better at it, uh, at, at relaxing. So when you arrive, you're rested and you're ready to rock and roll. How, how's, your, kids. how's your golf game? Well, this year wasn't worth a crud because only play. You know, normally I've, I've played a about hundred rounds by right now. now. I played, played? I played, <laughs> so, as much as I said golf was helping me, I played one round this year. So, uh, look out, fellas. Where'd, where'd uh, you play? I played in the Beachwood Golf Outing to raise money for the Beachwood Athletics. Nice. So, how'd you, uh, how'd you do? It's like a best ball was thing. A, yeah, or? it was a best ball thing. So, did you have the best ball? Yeah, I, I, I was. I was one of the. I did all right. <laughs> I did all right. You carried your team, is what you're saying. No, I didn't carry our team. No, not <laughs> at all. Is anybody watching that was on his team that we, day? Who was on you? We've won the Beachwood outing the last three years. <laughs> this year, the fourth year, which was this year, was we 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 got in a three round playoff and we got beat in the playoff. Well, what is what is your uh, what's your strong point? Are you are you a guy that gets up there and crushes it at the tee box, or are you uh, no, are you you're no. the it's short game? Sh- okay, short game, mid irons, mid irons, and short game. Gotcha. Okay, what's he like to play for, guys? Come on, be honest. I like it. Because, I mean, he's obviously intense and he yells a lot, but most of the time he's just kind of, he's like, he's like, I don't know how to explain it, but like he'll yell at you, but the next, like after that, he'll yell and then he'll like bring you up and tell you what you did wrong. Like some people just yell and just leave you out to dry, but I mean, he like brings you up and actually teaches you what you did wrong, so you appreciate it a lot. Do you remember a specific game, Mitchell? What's that? That coach got on you? Uh, my or my practice. freshman year, we were playing Newcath, and uh, our old coach, I was on the special teams for punt. I think I went inside, and RT came on the sideline and ripped my butt and uh, called me like, ah, oh, can't remember, but he, he ripped into me. <laughs> it don't, might not don't be appropriate remember. for radio. Yeah. We're making it G-rated here. Caleb, I know you got to ask a, a trivia question here, and that right, involves yeah, coach you wanna, too. You want to get well, I, I, one more? I, one more thing here. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure last year, and I, and, I, and I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure last year we got some Noel Rash impressions from mm. the players. <laughs> was that? Was, am, I, am I remembering correctly? I think we did. We got any Noel Rash impressions this year? Don't even try it. Like, like sayings or just impersonation? You know, like sayings, impersonations, any of that. Uh, I know last year he said uh, all sophomores should be shipped to Siberia. Yeah, <laughs> ship your sophomores to Siberia, let them bang on a rock for a year, and then bring them back. There you go. Uh, all right, trivia question for uh, for Beachwood. Coach Noel Rash earned a degree in history and secondary education in 1994. From Thomas Moore College, what positions did he play? This is for you guys. There you go. On the football team, we got multiple choice here, but but if you already know the answer, 
Say it into the mic, too, please. So go ahead and read, read off the Take a uh, shot. Multiple, Lord, okay. you, want, you want multiple choice here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a friend. It's, a, it's a combination of positions, by the way. It's, uh, it's, a, it's offense, defense. Give me the No, answer. I'm sorry. It's, it's actually both on the same side of the ball. Okay. Yeah. I just gave away the answer. Nope, no. Did he play quarterback? Did he play running back? Or did he play linebacker? Linebacker. They knew he played. They knew he played uh, defense. He played linebacker in what other position on defense? Senior year, they moved me farther away from the ball. Ooh, safety. Uh, he he gave it away. He said it moved him moved, moved him farther away from the ball. That is correct. <laughs> the answer is linebacker and safety. Coach Noel Rash was a linebacker and safety at Thomas Moore. gift think, cards uh, for hey, you. Giddy up. I think Thank that earned some free go. chicken Thanks there. No, did you did you enjoy linebacker or safety more? Well, they were the first year was kind of a hybrid. We ran a four. Uh, it's hard to explain, but anyway, long story short, our D line got so good. Actually, my senior year, I played more corner because we played a lot of cover too. Okay. So my senior year, I was out at corner. I, I put on twenty pounds and they moved me to corner. But but um, <laughs> so I was a strong safety and then a corner. When my did they year, tell you they were moving you to DB? Uh, I, Lord, I don't know. I was told I was a dime a dozen every day. So, you know, you did. You, I, I'm one of those old, you know, I'm from the old school. You get told that you just do it. Sure, go. You know, I wasn't uh, a premier player. Thank God I was I was able to start for three years and be a captain and do all that stuff. But out of 11 starters on that defense, I was number 11 if you're ranking talent. So, But versatile, that's what it's all about, man. Yeah, let's hope. Let's hope. Well, Coach, I really appreciate your time and perspective. Again, Beachwood opens the season at Fairdeal. August 20th, and um, best of luck to the Tigers uh, going forward. And, uh, again, Austin Waddell and Mitchell Berger and Coach Noel Rash, really appreciate your time and perspective. Mike, thank you. And what you and Caleb, what you guys truly appreciate what you do for high school athletes and high school sports. Thank you. It's vital, and thank you. Appreciate it. Now we're going to highlight uh, Covington Catholic here and um, bring in uh, a couple of their players here that Coach Eviston has brought. And again, as we're uh, getting transitioned here to Covenant Catholic, I uh, want to remind everybody that this WCPO High School Insider podcast is presented by our local Chick-fil-A restaurants. And again, thank you to Brent Lynn, owner-operator here at Fort Wright, for all the hospitality and hosting this podcast for the first of many to come here this high school football season. And now, uh, Coach Eviston, we're going to bring you into the conversation here. And uh, obviously, as I mentioned before, you bring... Bring in uh, senior Aiden Jones and also senior Oliver Bent. And uh, guys, thanks for taking a few minutes here. And uh, tell us about your impressions uh, of the Colonels this summer. Oliver, we'll start with you and what you like most about uh, the offensive side of the ball, I guess. Uh, yes, sir. On offense, uh, we got a lot of guys got to step up to the plate. We got a couple quarterbacks right now trying to give that position. Once we get that figured out, then I think we're going to be full swing. For sure, we're going to be definitely better than... What people perceive us as, I believe. How hungry is this team, Aiden? Would you say when you when you kind of you know get the vibe around the locker room? Yeah, I definitely say we're a hungry team. Every day we come in and grind. 7 a.m. in the morning in the summer. Uh, we definitely want to win this year, bad. And uh, coach, uh, I want to kind of shift the conversation to you a little bit. And uh, first question too. I mean, this is maybe not necessarily about this year's team, but uh, everybody saw that video last uh, week, Notre Dame. Uh, and Michael Mayer being involved in the uh, fabulous, um, you know, uniform re reveal for their game in Las Vegas in October. And um, um, just tell me a little bit about uh, 
you know how proud you are of Michael and what he's been doing there at Notre Dame and just um, seeing him do some big things uh, for the Fighting Irish. Yeah, I mean, obviously uh, you get that question asked a lot just in general about you know everything about Mike. It, it, you know, the thing for me and probably our, our coaching staff, we're not very we're not surprised. Sure. You know, the the success he had and or has had and uh, you know the the trend that he's making right now, uh, you know, makes a lot of sense to us. You know, he's a he's a kid that kind of set the tone when he was at Cuffcath of uh, how he practiced and how he uh, how he worked and how competitive he was. So, you know, see him doing doing those things is great. And obviously, he's doing a little acting, little did a little acting, and uh, you know, he's been on a little, some podcasts. So he's come a long way, I think, because uh, he's been, he was a rather shy guy um, in high school. So he's come he's come a long way. So we are proud of him. He was here on our podcast. I want to say 2019, the first year we did this. And, That's correct. Uh, it was great. To, to talk to him and uh, his brother AJ I know they've done some pro camps at Covcath as well right yeah they had their first one this summer it was a great turnout um, they did a great job uh, you know and they had a bunch of kids there and uh, you know the kids really did enjoy it how much do you talk about maybe two of those I know there's several other guys that have gone through your program but uh, you, you know obviously Michael getting a lot of national attention I mean do you speak to these guys maybe some of your current players about uh, what he's done Oh yeah, of course. I mean, I think uh, you know these guys know it, and these guys have um, you know they were they're around the program, you know, and 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 saw it, and um, you know it's just a it's just one of those things that you kind of remind them of. Okay, why why is this person successful? And obviously, there's there's talent, there's there's a physical stature there, um, but you know a lot of the things that when you get to that level, everyone's big, you know, and everyone's talented. Why why is he still you know why is he still ranked this high? Why is he still tra- this is work ethic? And that was that's kind of the message I think that you know everyone can can use right and everyone can hear it. So you know it's take that talent, but it, it takes more than just talent. Take that physical body, it takes more than that. So um, yeah, we remind them of that because uh, we saw it firsthand. Colonels were nine and four last year. Um, and Covington Catholic opens a season against visiting Elder at seven p.m. on August nineteenth. And uh, coach just. Give me some general impressions. Uh, I know you, you gave me some players to watch, and um, what's kind of the vibe around this team from your perspective, and what what kind of energizes you about this upcoming season? Um, you know, it's funny because every every team's different, and every year you have that, so it's all, it's always kind of a new season, and I, and that's what that's what gets my juices flowing a little bit, just uh, trying to figure out all these pieces of the puzzle. What's the identity of our our football team going to be? And uh, I talk to these seniors a lot about you know them them setting the tone. It's it's how they choose. Uh, you know what's this team going to look like? It's going to be up to them, and um, you know. So our team right now, you know, we don't have many returning starters. We have some guys that had pretty good experience last season, but we're going to have a lot of new faces in starting lineup. So um, some of those guys will be young, and okay, are they are they going to play young? Or are they going to play like a veteran? And so that might be, you know. You know, kind of at least set the tone early in the season of what we're going to look like. And, you know, obviously we have a long season ahead of us. And, you know, that's kind of how we, you got to go about things. You got to keep on building those blocks if you're going to make a nice run at the end. And, um, you know, we hope to, we hope to have a good tone set early and, uh, you know, hopefully be successful and continue to build on that. Um, but it's going to be up to those young guys and how these seniors lead. When you returners on offense and four on defense, Caleb? When you look at your schedule this season, Mike, Mike mentioned that you all opened up against Elder. Uh, always going to be a tough matchup, but then I think you play three games straight on the road there. You talk about wanting to learn the identity of your team, but to play a team like Elder in week one and then play boom, 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 three road games, how much do you learn about your team's identity in that stretch alone right there? Uh, a lot. You know, and I even talked to these guys this morning after our practice. We learned a lot this morning. 
because you know today was first day in in pads and okay and we haven't played foot. We haven't practiced football. Nobody's practiced football because mm-hmm. football doesn't start until you put pads on. Sure. And, uh, you know, everybody's in T-shirts and shorts up to this point. And, you know, we learned a little bit more about our team this morning. And and those are things that, okay, now now we know where we're at, we, where, where our weaknesses are, where our strengths are, and let's build off, let's build off that. So with that schedule, yeah, we're going to be tested early. We're going to say, all right, how mature is our team? You know, how mature are we to be able to travel, handle those things while we're in school, um, you know, all those things that go with a, a travel game and getting on a bus and, you know, going three hours and, and getting home late and then having to come back in and all those different things. How mature are we? How, how do we handle all that? Um, so, yeah, the, this, this beginning, this first month of our season will give us an identity of, all right, of, you know, what can we do? Where, where are we? Are kids focused enough? To, and, you know, so uh, that'll, be, that'll be fun. It'll be interesting. It's for both of you here. He said you put the pads on this morning. How much do things change once you once you put the pads on? What's that like putting the pads on for the first time in a season? Yeah, it's definitely different. Like he said, it's not really the same until you put the pads on. Some guys step up. Some guys go away from the spotlight when the pads come on and get the contact going. Uh, yes, sir. Tough Cat is a very physical football team, and there definitely are some players on the team who shy away from that physicality. So this morning when we put the pads on, it was eye-opening to see who we got on our team and who's ready to be a dog this season. Are you ready to be a dog this season? Oh, you know it. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> Coach, why'd you bring these two guys? What are you expecting from them this season? The leadership. Um, yeah. You know, and, and it's kind of funny. We're just on these prior, These are probably the two most physical players we have in our locker room. Um, but, you know, Aiden, obviously, he's going to be a three-year starter for us. He, you know, he He's, uh, he's, he's a big-time player. And so, you know, no matter what, and, you know, he, he, I think he's starting to realize this, no matter what, everybody's going to look, look towards him. You know what I mean? They're going to look at him and say, all right, what's, the, where, what's Aiden doing? How's Aiden handling this? Uh, let's, let's, let's feed off of Aiden. So, um, so those are big expectations, but he's a big-time player. He's going to have to be able to handle this. So I'm um, very excited, and I, I know he will. Um, and so, um, you know, he's going to be a, a, a focal point in our team, not only on the field, but in the locker room. And Oliver is just, he is that, he is that player that you, as a sophomore, you're like, okay, he's going to build, he's, he said, I'm going to build myself into something, right? And, you know, it's like, all right, who knew Oliver Ben as a something? All right, I'm going to build myself into something. And, and that's what the high school football is all about. You know, not too many guys are going to have that opportunity that Aiden's Aiden's going to have. Um, Committed to Army West Point, by the way. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? And so 99% of them aren't. And But what are they going to be in that moment? You know, high school football is so short. You know, you're even talking varsity. You're looking three years, sometimes two, depending on what high school you're at. Um, it's so short. So, you know, Oliver built himself into that player um, and now a leader. So um, these are two guys that we are going to lean on. And, uh, you know, I feel comfortable with that. I'm gonna toss it up to you. Is Oliver ready to be a dog this season? But Oliver's ready to be a dog. Sometimes we gotta. Actually, I think I gotta put a chain on Oliver every once in a while. So <laughs> that's a good. It's a good problem to have. What was your takeaway from first practicing pads today? You know, it, it was fine. It was. Uh, it's one of those things where it's. It's. Uh, it's. You know, when people say the bullets start flying, which you know, very cliche to say, but um, you know, when things are things get going, the speed of the game amps up. Sure. Um, you know, everybody in t-shirt shorts. You know, you're not gonna get hit. Right now, yeah. you you, know, you could so everything speeds up. So I think it's just that progression of trying to play football but not hit each other. To okay, now we are hitting each other. It's just it's a little bit of time, 
you know, it takes a little bit of time. So I'm not too concerned um, overall about, you know, the lack of physicality or, you know, sometimes the amount of physicality. It's just as a team, you know, we just got to adapt to, all right, we're not leaning into a pad. You know, we are actually we're hand battling. We are going to war now. So, um, you know, and our, our guys will get used to it. Like I said, a lot of them are young. And they didn't have, you know, they didn't, all right, what am I doing now? So they'll get, they'll get there. What does the quarterback situation look like this year? You know, obviously I talk, we talked to Noel earlier about losing Cam and, and you know, their whole situation. Your all's quarterback situation. How, how does your all's quarterback situation look going into the year this year? Yeah, we got three guys that are all um, very athletic. Um, they all, they all throw the ball pretty well. Um, and so, you know, we got Zach Roberts, who's a senior, and we got Evan Pitzer, who's a, a, a junior, and then uh, Jackson Reardon, who's a uh, sophomore. So these guys, you know, we got each, in each class, but they're battling. Um, they do things a little bit different, but um, they all throw the ball pretty well. They're a, they're all athletic, and so uh, we've had a very healthy competition at least through this summer. The biggest thing, you know, as I coach quarterbacks, um, the biggest thing I told them, even like with this morning, all right now easy to sit in that pocket seven on seven sure right um all right now here we go so um you know and that might be what we have to see so to name a starter to figure out who exactly that guy's going to be might take a while well that's what i was going to i was you kind of hit on my next question there which was going to be all right you know week one against elder do you expect to have a a starter named or are you one of these guys that if that competition ex- ex- extends a week or two or, or whatever, you know, what have you, into the season, is that okay? Yeah, I think it's okay. Um, you know, I don't think we want to get too far into where we're not getting that that guy, whoever that guy is going to be, uh, game the proper game reps. Um, but and able to have a, 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 a group practice we'll have on Friday and then a, a one scrimmage to where we can actually get some heated competition going, hopefully that separates one of them from the uh, from the others. I wanted to ask you about a couple of your juniors here, Braylon Miller and also Willie Rodriguez. I know you're high on both those guys. Yeah, I mean, obviously they're both very talented. Um, both got uh, saw saw time last year, and they were just kind of in that sophomore stage of uh, you know giving us great depth. Um, and now I think with a year under their belt, um, I expect both of them to have breakout seasons. And, and it's one of those guys, one, two of those guys I was talking about earlier, about young guys that we need to, and if those guys can have big seasons, that just makes our team better. And, and so, um, but both very talented. Um, and so we got to put, again, it's that maturity level on the field, you know, on Friday nights um, with film study, with, you know, doing your assignment right, all those different things that, um, you know, will hopefully make them even better players and, and some game breakers. Aiden and Oliver, I just want to ask you, what does Cuffcath football mean to each one of you? Aiden, you have the mic, so I'm just kind of curious. Uh, it means a lot. I mean, my whole family went to Cuffcath, and the commu- it's a great community. Also on the field, it's always been a physical team, flying to the ball on defense, always giving our best effort at practice. What about for you, Oliver? Yeah, I love Cuffcath. Cuffcath means a ton to me. Just the opportunity to go to school there. Uh, I have a lot of siblings, so all of us being able to go to Catholic school is a really blessing. I'm very fortunate to be able to attend Cuffcath. I enjoy going there. It's something that not a lot of people get, so I'm very thankful. For How that. would you describe it? Um, just the atmosphere in games, maybe just around school? I mean, to those who aren't familiar. Electric. <laughs> what on, on Fridays are you all... W- is it like a wear the jersey to school or is it wear like a tie? What do you? Oh, it's all business. Shirt, all business. Shirt, tie, dress shoes. Okay. You want me to repeat it for you? <laughs> shirt, tie, dress shoes. 
What, what is that all about? The, is, that, is that like a... I think that's an impersonation of somebody. <laughs> <laughs> all, all about the shirt tie and dress shoes, though. Caleb, I'm making a note. I think Oliver is going to be an interview that we want to get uh, during after the games this season. So are you making a mental note? But he needs to be in shirt, tie, and dress shoes for that interview. It'll be after the game. We'll give you time to go change into your shirt. Are you a are you a blue tie kind of guy? Are you like a like blue tie for the school or or whatever looks best on me? Well, let me ask you this: Do you change the look every week, or is it like the same thing every week? Like a like a you know, I like superstitious. To I like to mix it up. You mix it up. I actually got a trash bag with a bunch of ties in there. Just pick out a tie. <laughs> That's a tie I'm wearing. That's how it works. I, awesome. You know, I used to do that too. I finally upgraded to like a cardboard box that I put my ties in now. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I stepped, stepped up in the world. Or same deal for you, or is it is it, or is it the same thing every week? Yeah, I mix it up too. You mix it up too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What's well, what's the tie of choice? Yeah. Are we talking like floral or? Uh, whatever I grab. Whatever. Okay. Basically. Sounds good. Hey, and I was just curious. What, what made the difference for Army West Point for you? I mean, tell us about it, your commitment a little bit. Yeah, I visited in the spring. The coaches were great. The facilities were amazing, top notch. But also kind of the atmosphere there is kind of similar to Cuffcath, I feel like. And I feel like it's a place I could fit in. Awesome. Caleb, you want to ask him the trivia? You want to do some trivia? Why not? <laughs> All right. Um, pretty similar trivia here to... Uh, to the Beachwood one. I don't know if you all are paying attention to that one. Um, Eddie Eviston was a standout quarterback at Newcath before he was a three-time NAIA National Player of the Year and three-time All-American at what school? Georgetown. Okay, cool. That wasn't even the trivia question. I was just wondering if you knew. Which NFL team, <laughs> they thought they were, they were, they were like, oh, we got this. That's easy. Which NFL team did he sign with as a free agent in two, well, actually, let me ask you first. When were you all born? What year were you all born? 04, 2005. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Makes Coach feel old, right? Right. In you th- guys weren't born. <laughs> <laughs> in 2002, which NFL team did he sign with as a free agent? I'll let Aiden answer this one. <laughs> um, I got options here for you. I, the, I'll put you on this one. Which, which one right. was it? No, no which one was it? What do you think? Was it the Colts? Or no? It was not. Uh, it was not. I don't know uh, it's we got A, B, and C here. A, Philadelphia Eagles. B, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Or C, Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, it's Chiefs. Chiefs, I knew that. I knew really? That. Yeah. Okay. You uh, start with the C, that is correct. right? Yeah, I think that deserves go. some free chicken. Yeah, Colts, <laughs> Chiefs. I was, I was going to I was gonna say that, yeah, you got the first letter right, but both in the AFC. I mean, you, you had, you had <laughs> some things going for you there. That was fun, man. I, this is always, this is always. You know, last year we we tried to make it about the opposite team, or you know, the the opposing team, as it were. And I'm just trying to keep it within the same team for the questions. So sure, uh, you know, no, what makes, you can find online. You know, makes with total all the, sense. The all one the question research. we didn't ask him: What's your order at Chick Fil A? Spicy chicken sandwich. Oh, you oh, you're spicing it up. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'll get a spicy chicken sandwich meal and then another chicken sandwich on the side. <laughs> okay, <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah, big duly noted, right? You know, is that is that all year round, or is that like during the off season only, or is that that's that's all year round? All year round yeah, during yeah. football season doesn't matter. I I like the, the they're both they both go with the spicy chicken though. That's that's nice. I, I'm a spicy chicken guy myself. There you so. go. Actually, uh, on Friday nights, me and Aiden we come here before our game. Do you really this this specific oh, Chick Fil A right here? This Chick Fil A. There we go. 
I'm not getting promoted. Look at you. I was going to say, you're going to get some extra chicken out of that, right? <laughs> yeah, we may have to you do one of these work podcasts it. every you know, Friday night coming. at like 4.30. We'll, we'll meet you here and just do one of these podcasts before the game. Good stuff. Well, Coach Eddie Eviston, along with uh, senior Aiden Jones, senior Oliver Bent, we really appreciate your time and perspective. Best of luck to the Colonels this season, and thanks for joining us here on the WCPO High School Insider Podcast. Thanks for having us. We appreciate it. Thank, Thank you, guys. And that will do it for our first episode of the special four-part Chick-fil-A uh, podcast series here, a preseason high school football. Caleb, any final thoughts? Uh, well, I just, yeah, actually, I read my, I read through the final note on here. It said that Eddie played six years of indoor football. Really? I, I've always been, I always loved indoor arena football. Was it arena? Like arena. with the walls and everything? It was. How would you compare that? I'm sorry, I don't mean to no, carry go us for on, it. on here. I, I've got to ask you about this. What was that like compared to like outdoor 100 yard, whatever, real, you know, not real, but you know what I'm saying? Completely like, different game. Totally different. Completely different game. Okay. It's obviously built for offenses. Yeah. You know, you didn't want to be a DB in that arena league because, you know, but. Uh, <laughs> You didn't yeah, want to I be, be playing against you in that arena. <laughs> well, it's just it's, it's it's built for offense. You have sure. yeah, two yeah. guys going in motion, full speed downhill. I mean, it's tough to, you know, and you got certain rules about being. A, it's it's, I it's, a, it's that, a different game. I but think it, it'd be tough to be a receiver too, though, because you. I mean, those DBs are hunting hunting for you. Oh, like, they you are got the walls that oh, you can yeah. get slammed into yeah. and everything. Did I, you ever throw it high for a receiver, and he got slammed into a wall and got mad at you for it? Not got mad because that's that's what he signed up for. Okay. But um, <laughs> but we have you seen plenty of hits like that. Um, I've actually been put put over the wall a few times. Have you really? Yeah. What so, was it like the first time that ever happened to you? I mean, you. I mean, it's what I, you signed up for, like you said. But it's like the first time it ever happened. What was that like? Putting over the wall. Yeah. When I realized I was okay, I was like, "That's pretty cool." <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. Did cool. Did you watch it on video? Of course. Yeah. Of course, how yeah. many times did you watch it back? Uh, just a few, but yeah, they, they don't have huddle like we did. But you know, but yeah, we we watched a few times, but um, it was fun. It was fun. It's a fan fan friendly thing. You're you're you're. I'm I'm more business. Okay. When I came to well, real football, when I played, it was you know whatever, and I actually had to scale back and be less serious. Yeah. I think when you play arena, because it's it you're interacting with fans throughout and everything. Yeah. It's 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 one of those things where you kind of got to let loose a little bit and. But uh, I had a blast. I, that's yeah. why I did it for six years. I mean, it wasn't great on the body, but, you know. I've always loved watching arena football, indoor football, all that stuff. I think it's one of the most fun brands of football to watch. I, I, I can understand, like, like you said, you, you know what you're signing up for there. Right. But, man, that would be a wild game to play. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Great My conversation. That no, was, great yeah. stuff. I love it. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> hey, everybody, thanks again for listening and watching. We will talk to you Tuesday. From the Western Hills Chick-fil-A, where we're going to highlight Elder Oak Hills and Western Hills High Schools. Thanks again.